Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services along with Trent Hayson for the Roby Family Companies. We are your hosts. Trent is buzzing out here, man. Buzzing. Who's buzzing? The bee? This building. Or the coldness or the building the economy? Stuff. Economy's buzzing. Their traffic's back. <laughs> we just look in the hallway here. I mean, if that's a gauge for uh running everywhere. For for people people moving around town. I think they're making them get back into work. I think. I don't know. Contractor people always had to work. Yeah, we're not in office. We don't know often. how that is. We don't, but that's okay. Man, I'm on cloud nine. I got me some firewood stacking. You, got, you sent me a picture got last three, night. Three truckloads of firewood so far. I sent you a picture. Man, ooh, I must have. I must have been sleep texting. This looks pretty good. This I is like a, this good. is like a the three layer. I don't know. Three layer. Oh, that was a picture of my fireplace. That yeah. was because last week we were together out of yeah. town. Yeah, you build a you build a nice fire. <laughs> I thought the fireplace at the cabin we were at the outdoor it was under the porch was was drawing very well, and the firewood was just right. It was just right, and you did good. You were the fire guy, which is good. I and like then so fires. last night my kids I've been getting firewood. I've gotten three loads this since the weekend, and. Uh, I mean, it's the it's crazy the way the Lord works. Cause I said, "Hey, baby, I need to work on getting some firewood. We're out of firewood. I even bought a couple bundles from the grocery store, which is like blasphemy. Yeah, it's just blasphemy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's expensive. And uh, and I this weekend, I both days, Saturday, Sunday, I had told my neighbor Mike that lives up the river from me. He's a firewood guy. He doesn't have anything to do but firewood. And uh, I didn't. I was like, man, I really don't want to." Really don't feel like doing it right now. And then we went and got one load, and it triggered it. And, and then yesterday morning, after taking the kids to school, I was riding back through the power lines, and there was a bunch of wood cut up that the tree guys had cut down because of the power lines. Yeah. Good white oak. I got me a load real quick, and then I went back later. They said, we'll leave all this other stuff. So yesterday afternoon, I got me a load. I'm gonna get me a load tonight. So I burn it. La- I burnt my first fire. Well, no, the inside this fire. is probably my fifteenth fire. Okay, actually, we've, yeah, had yeah. A, we've had a, we burn fires eighty degrees. Just cut that's it. Cut the AC up. Well, it's yeah, all that, about that's, ambiance. That's it. Radiant heat. I mean, the kids be asking for it. So uh, I had a good fire. It took me a lot to get it going because it's a, it's a batch of green. I got a little mix, but uh, once it got going, boy, it was doing good. I said, I got to send this to Patrick. Let him know. There's nothing better than a wood-burning fireplace. I know I, I hate it. We, we don't have one in my, in, in my house, but whenever we go see my parents, I mean, it's I like to big build up the biggest fire I possibly can fit in the fireplace. Well, you know, I did that one time at Christmas. Dad used to always burn yeah. the wrapping paper, and then I did it one time. I, I became the wrapping paper burner. You got you got to do that. Yeah. And uh, his chimney caught on fire. It was shooting flames out <laughs> to two, 30 feet up and about burn his house down. He went crazy. So he's I, running around his house, and he opened the attic door, pulled in the, and I thought he was. It was sound like a tornado. Whoo, the whole house was shaking. It's a strong house. Oh my gosh! He built this house. 
I said, Dad, no. I mean, it was, it was what's that, backdraft? Yeah. I thought backdraft was coming. Oh, gosh. And he said, boy, you just shut the heck up. This is my house. I built this thing. I know what to do. And he opened it. Backdraft didn't get him, but the fire department did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they came and said, who is the crazy man? And my sister said, that's my daddy's crazy. I said, look, guys, y'all might get beat up. This is his house. <laughs> he doesn't go. Travis is outside with the water hose. The water hit the hit the flame 20 feet away. The flame was so hot, it water shoot up in there about halfway up and just dissipate. Yeah, it disappeared. Turned into a cloud. Eric, Eric Thomas on the news talking about we got a cold front with some rain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's created off a bright road. No, yeah, <laughs> like, nah, man, it's... Uh, if that is you've got to can play around i mean you got to know what you're doing if you're going to make a big old fire like that make sure you got a brick fireplace not a not a metal flute you got a brick fireplace yeah. Yeah. And, and get, dad brick. had never had his chimney clean one time ever that's probably also a problem and then my house now i burn i burn a bunch of fires now you the crazy when man. winter starts nope it's been two years, and we got our chimney clean. You get it cleaned out. <laughs> I get my chimney clean now. <laughs> hey, that's no joke. When I was in uh, uh, third grade, my house, I mean, we, had, we were out of our house for a whole year. I told you about that due to a chimney fire. Uh, really? My dad burnt a fire in the basement, and it, it, it got up to the attic space, and yep. they didn't know. And it, it basically got out of control. When the fire department came, they said, sir, you're going to lose your whole house. Or we're going to try this experimental method with fans. They set up fans to contain the fire on the left side of the house in the stairwell, and it worked, man. That your dad sounded like a good Roby client. <laughs> it's definitely a, it was a it was a lived in a residence in for a year. Yeah, I think I've told you that before. Crazy. Man, I'm gonna brag on my my daughter last night. Rowan, I pick him up. For, I'll go to soccer practice. Took him to soccer practice. I'm playing Mr. Mom for a couple of days. Reagan's out of town, which is fun and hectic. My it's not my program. <laughs> After about two days, I get pretty good at it, and then she's back. Comes in <laughs> like, come on, takes I'm all re- the credit. I'm ready for this. But uh, we went to soccer practice and. I'm playing my music. I, I play some Eric Church and stuff like that, Lee Bryce. And, and Roland said, can I play some music? And they're playing all this old, uh, it's good stuff, but old stuff we used to listen to, like like alternative rock. Yeah. And then they're playing some positive stuff, which is good. It just hit my favorite type of music. And and then she played uh, she played Darius Rucker, uh, Southern State of Mind, which is one of my very favorite songs. And then she played... Uh, George Strait, write this down, you know, to, and I was like, whoa. Take a little guy, I got a country girl on my hands. Tonight. Yeah, I can remember that song. And check the yeah. box. Yeah. Be my friend. <laughs> nah. <laughs> now, on that Darius Rucker song, he says, girls in California, they just don't understand. They think he's kind of slow when he says, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Can't you see that? That's funny. All right. That's Del Monte there. We got, we got a great guy hailing from Houston, Texas today, a good friend of mine, Stuart Autry. I mean, talking about an entrepreneur and talking about a doer. He plans events for YPO Southern 7, some of these trips we go on. He's an event planner now. He's done some other stuff related to construction in his life. I can't wait to hear what Stuart has to say. When we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services on with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, Trent. I got to do a shameless plug, man. We talked about in the whole first thing, we talked about it getting nice and chilly outside. And, and we, if you're having HVAC problems, call Roby Heating and Cooling. Roby Services. Roby Services. There What's that go. name again? 
Roby Services. Man. Yeah. And, and if the hurricanes come and get a generator. Get a generator. They, <laughs> they sound like a car engine. Yeah, they do. Um, well, Trent, and I know you're excited about our guests. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about them. Uh, he doesn't know about that, I don't think. Well, that's what makes us so sus- yep. suspenseful on this show. We put the them guests, on the spot. We don't let the guests hear the first segment. That's it. Stuart. Good morning. I, I'm not surprised you've been talking about me behind my back anyway. That, that sounds about oh, right. Man. Where where are you located today? I am calling all the way from Houston, Texas, and uh, we are actually starting to get a little bit cooler weather down here. It's usually like living on the sun, but it's starting to cool off down here now, too. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I think I'm going to fix this in a couple weeks, and it'll probably be chilly, cooler, uh, but I, I've never been to Houston. Uh, been been to Texas a good number of times. But more Austin and San Antonio, so and Dallas. Well, we're well, we're going to welcome you down here and show you how Houston does a little bit with some golf and some fun here in a few weeks. I can't wait to get you down here. I, I have a decent Houston story. So you guys got like a little bit of snow on December tenth, two thousand and eight. And the only reason I know that is because my in laws got stuck there um, trying to come to our way. We got married in Mexico, and, and I was like, that like never happened, right? It was uh, so they got stuck there because of cold weather and and I guess ice. Way back then. Well, I, I grew up in North Carolina, and I moved to Texas. I've been here 25 years now. And uh, it's funny, you know, people up north think that North Carolina shuts down when there's any kind of bad weather. But, you know, especially <laughs> yeah. here in Texas, if it even if there's even a threat of, of bad weather in the wintertime, everything here shuts down and everybody just stays home. So we have zero equipment to handle anything like that. Well, how often do y'all get winter weather down there? You know, it, it it's every year we get a, a cold spat, spurt from, like, late January into mid-February. We're about two or three weeks. It's in the 30s and, and 40s, yeah. and then that is it, man. It's it's such great weather down here from about this time of year all the way through into April and May, um, and it's phenomenal. But then, of course, we deal with the July and August where it's 1,000 degrees every day, and, and that's just it's part of the deal. If you want to have some of the nice winter weather, you got to deal with some of the hot summertime weather. So we do. So why did you bail on the great state of North Carolina? You know, I uh, I went to NC State. My wife went to Carolina. We've been a divorce in the making for the past 25 <laughs> years now. There you and go. We've, we've made it through. But uh, she, uh, she wanted to go back to medical school, and there was a great opportunity for us here in Houston. And I had an opportunity down here as well. And we thought we would escape down here for a few years, her to go to school, and then we'd return to North Carolina. And, uh, man, we never did. We made a life for ourselves down here and found a lot of success. And our parents and friends still ask us every time we see them, hey, when are you guys coming back? And uh, I think maybe one day we will. And uh, and it probably would be to the Charlotte area because it's so nice in that, that general area. And so we'll see what happens in the next few years. But uh, it's been great to us so far. You can stay down there, Stuart. Don't worry about it. So, what, so what part of North, what part of uh, what part of North Carolina did you grow up? So, I grew up in in Fayetteville and Fayetteville, and my wife grew up in in Lillington, and so uh, we're from that area, the Fay Hills. But uh, so we uh, we escaped to Houston. Have you ever found a shark's tooth in the Sand Hills? No, I hadn't. <laughs> you know, it used to be covered by the ocean. I know. I, I found a lot of arrowheads in that area. Oh, really? Never, Man. Never any shark teeth. Dang, we need to, I need to check that out. We, uh, I'm into all that kind of stuff. Megalodons. That's what, you, that's what you're hunting for, right? I haven't found any megalodons. I've hunt, hunt for little baby tiger shark teeth. <laughs> baby shark? 
So, so Trent, why can't I come back to Charlotte? What do I have to stay in Houston? Oh, for? I was you, just, I was just joshing you, man. You, you, are you afraid you're going to win too much money? It might be too much of a burden, Stuart, on, on your life. Uh, yeah. But you're always welcome at my house, uh, and and if you need me to find you a house on my street when it goes for sale, I I will. I'll put down a non-refundable deposit for you. <laughs> no, if I come up there, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for a quality builder to build me a new house. There you so go. I, I, now we can. Now you're that. now you're talking. He's throwing shameless plugs out there. I like it. So how's your HVAC system? <laughs> <laughs> so, so so Stuart, uh, you went to NC State. Are you you're an engineer by training, right? I am. I graduated in civil engineering. I worked for a firm in North Carolina for a few years. I moved to Texas. And when I got down here, I got involved with a concrete company and uh, set up a deal where I got some sweat equity with it and, and wound up getting an ownership position in the company. And we took off. And um, I really enjoyed all that. But then I had an opportunity with uh, with a company out of Ireland called Old Castle to sell that business. Um, yeah. And when I'd reached a I was president of the company. We wound up selling it to, to, to Old Castle, and I worked for them managing their operations in Texas for a few years. And I'd never worked for a big company like that before, and I just wasn't happy with being a number on the wall somewhere and, mm. and, and running their operations. And so I left and went out on my own and started something completely different. And now I've got a meetings and events company I've had for almost 20 years, and I travel the world putting together events for different groups. That's really cool. Well, I teed you up. Uh, you know, you you do a good number of events for YPO Southern Seven, which uh, there is a lot of opportunity in those events because because you get to work for great, wonderful, successful people. But there's also a lot of risk for the same sure. other side of the coin. Uh, and you do a wonderful job, obviously, through that. I've been on some committees and just going on these trips that you've hosted or helped manage. Uh, you do such a good job. At, I mean, we we've become dear friends for it and started. Well, I appreciate hanging that. out. I'll tell you what. What is it, the the best thing about all that is is taking some of the ideas and the creativity of the the members that they have and and making those things come to life and then seeing the the fun everybody and the enjoyment everybody's having with those events and and the camaraderie that's experienced in them and so. Taking it from the initial thought we had, you know, in the beginning of oh, how we're going to put this thing together, bringing it all the way through fruition and seeing the enjoyment everybody has is why I do what I do. I, I like putting smiles on people's faces and and the the relationships that are developed through that planning process. And that's what you were just talking about the relationship you and know, I've developed as long as as well as a lot of other YPO members. That that's really why I do what I do is is I enjoy it. And I I can tell you this: people say it all the time. Nobody enjoys what they do more than I do. I, I can promise you that. Wow. Dang. Shebang bang. Got us. Um, yeah. But no, you make a good point. It, it is. I mean, we were just talking about our cornhole tournaments coming up here. I mean, and, and, and Christian put so much work and effort into it. And, and once it's finally here, I mean, just the, the, the gratification we get, and this is you know small in comparison to what you do, but it, it, it's, it's significant. I mean, it really makes a huge difference. Well, it is, and everybody gets so wound up these days, and and running their businesses, and managing their lives, and everything so fast paced, and and heck, I'm the same way. I got a lot going on, and I tend to get you know probably too focused on some of those things sometimes. And and uh, but stepping back and enjoying it along the way is is part of the deal, and and it's something that I've found that uh, is why I'm doing what I do. I've I've got a lifestyle where I have to work hard at times, but I get to play hard at, at times as well, and my family gets to travel along with me but all those things and, and enjoying it along the way i think is the real essence to it all so that's, that's what i try to focus on Stuart, i've never told you this but we do i 
was the driver originally behind the cornhole tournament. Now, Christian, on our team, who you've been communicating with, uh, manages that process for our company. This is our 14th year doing it. Um, we had to take one year off. We did a walk for that year, so it's really our 15th year. Um, but we have two Guinness Book of World Records for the largest participant cornhole tournament in the world ever. I got the plaques on my wall. I We are... I mean, event planning is is in our back pocket. Nice. Well, so how many? What what was the record? How, how many did you guys have? I we beat our own record. We did it back to back years. I think our original record was like a hundred and forty five teams, yeah, which is a you know, yeah, hundred and sixty. I think was a sec team. So you got two per team, so three twenty. Uh, but it, but you know, I mean, I'm sure there's big been bigger tournaments, but you got to document it all. It's a it's a rigorous process. Uh, that we went through but it's cool we got the hologram plaques uh in our office so so it's something neat to have uh but our but our whole goal for this is to raise money for the make-a-wish foundation um so uh it's it's exciting and it's fun and and the camaraderie is awesome well big events like that raising money to charity can be a lot of fun too and it's it's you know when i reflect back on what i'm doing now and where i came from you know you asked about being an engineer and coming from state i was a I was at Delta Sig at NC State, and we had the lawn party every year. And back in the day, I mean, we had, you know, Hootie and the Blowfish and the Connells and all those guys were, were playing those tournaments, and we were raising $25,000, 30, $35,000 for the wow. United Way even during college. college. And so, you know, those those events that I was a part of planning back then, I think really and truly, yeah. I didn't realize it at the time, but have turned into kind of why I went down this path when I decided to leave the, the industry I was in. And so – a lot of those things that that uh, that can be great for charity and great camaraderie, but also can sometimes you know set your path forward. So it, as I reflect back on it, those days at the long party, which I'm sure a lot of your <laughs> listeners have probably participated in over the years, can be a lot of fun too. I might have participated a time or two a long time ago. <laughs> Stuart, I got I, on top on that. I'm going to carry this over. I'm going to do a cliffhanger. Will you hang out with us? We got to pay some bills. We're going to come back in a few minutes. Sounds great. You're listening to At Home with Roby, Stuart Autry, when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services on Trent Hayson from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. Trent, we got Stuart Autry in the house by phone. Because he's yeah, in Houston. We're not in the house either, dog. He's in Houston. He's in he's in Texas. Yeah, that's great. But Cowboy. he hails from NC State, which are in North Carolina. I'm sorry, Fayetteville Fay- to Fay- NC no. State. I mean, I can go on Faye Root, <laughs> Faye Rack. <laughs> Let, let's just let's just stay focused on NC State and Raleigh. For yeah, it, it, I'll tell you, you talk about getting hot in Houston. It is hot. I, I, I spent a little time in Fayetteville this yeah. year, and it, it is whew, in the summer. It was hot. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Oh man, smells so good. <laughs> yeah, Stuart, how did you? I, I, I think it's cool because I always talk about uh, being on committees and and association the construction association yeah. the remodeling association all the and, and i'm big about our team as we bring people up patrick's done boards and led boards been president is is that what well, you talked about it relative to the lawn party and, and being at nc state but but you glean so much off of it how to run a business i mean and being on the committees watching you lead and watching our chapter leaders lead these committees I mean, the the commitment and the time that you give, man, is is a pittance to the to the takeaways that you that you receive even now. 
Well, it, 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 but again, I think it ties back to enjoying what you do and, and wanting to build those relationships. As, as I said before, I, I value the relationships I've built with the, the various clients I've got, whether it be YPO or others. And, and I think that's the, the heart of it all. At the end of the day, we're all doing, you know, people do business with people, you know, and, and yep. I think that's what Great. I've tried to create with mine is I'm proud of what we've, we've uh, accomplished with those events. And I'm, I'm proud of the success that we've had along the way, but I'm most proud of the relationships we've built along the way. And, and I think that's the key to, to running any business is, is doing what you say you're going to do and doing it the right way huh. and building those relationships. Nail on the head. Well, tell us how, talking about relationships, how did you get your first gig and oh, your introduction great. to YPO Southern Seven Chapter? That's a that's a great great thought. So my uh, my roommate in college, uh, after graduating from state, he went out to uh, to L.A. He got a job with Nike. Um, he was in textiles and and got a job with Nike out in L.A. and was living out there. And my wife and I, when she got out of school, medical school here in Houston, did a internship uh, over in Australia. So we lived in Australia for a year. And we were wow. I was traveling back and forth from Australia to Houston, keeping the business going that I had. And uh, coming through L.A. quite a bit, and my roommate from college had moved in with a guy he met playing basketball in L.A., and it was a guy named Dan Campbell, who you've had on your show, yep. who became chapter chair of the YPO Southern 7. And uh, I got to know Dan real well through those trips through L.A. and, and developing a relationship with him. And then as he developed uh, uh, a leadership role in YPO, pulled me in, and I've been working with YPO ever since. So it's been, gosh, it's been over 10 years now I've been working with the chapter based on that relationship with Dan that he pulled me into. What do you think about that, Patrick? No, no that's awesome. You, you said two things there uh, when you were talking that, that really resonated with me. Uh, what, what, I remember when I first started in my professional career, um, one of the most successful guys at the company I worked for, I kind of was like, hey, man, what, t- God, tell me what's your secret. Like, what, How do I be like you? What's your secret? And, and he said what you said. He said, are you, are you ready? And got me all like pumped up and motivated. And he said, remember two things. All you got to do is do what you say you're going to do, and people want to do business with their friends. And he walked away. And I'm like, that's it? That's the secret? <laughs> but that's kind of what you said. I mean, just the relationship side and, and doing what you say you're going to do, um, people want to buy from their friends, Trent. I mean, I mean, a, I think it's, it I think it's as cool as it gets. I mean, yeah, talking I mean, about yeah. finding success, working hard. Do it, yeah. but, but then, I mean, how that – he. He met Dan. Dan. He met playing, Dan in L.A. through his roommate playing flying basketball, through, flying from Australia. Yeah, and still running his business in Houston, Texas. So you got hard work, commitment, gonna gonna be successful. Being there for your wife, you you supported your wife in L.A. I mean in Australia, and then you then you got to bum up with Dan. <laughs> but that that's a, a bad that's a bad person to have to bum up with. <laughs> Bet that was fun. Yeah, and 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 I think you know I think you're spot on there, and and I think there's a there's an art to it too. I mean, you, you've got to develop yeah. a relationship and and doing business with your friends, but but being you know being responsible about that, you know, and 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 making sure that again you're you're doing what you say you're going to do, but it's tough to, to to develop that friendship and have that camaraderie with a client, but also have that professionalism, and I think that's one of the things that you know if I I don't want to sound like something I'm not, but I think that's one of the things I do best is is walking that line between the relationship and the camaraderie, but also the professionalism and making sure you're doing what you say you're going to do. Well, I'm going to tell well you, I talk, you know, Reagan gets inside baseball, Trent, uh, and and over the years as you've as you led meetings, we go to a lot of these uh, multi-day different spot meetings that you that you lead and and put on. 
uh, I, I've always reflected out on the meeting on who I enjoyed interacting with and, and, and spoke about you. And I've always said that you do a really good job at welcoming each member and their spouse, which my wife says, hey, it goes a long way. She meets a lot of my people that don't talk to her just because, not because there's a problem with them. But, Patrick, you're really good at that. But she's always said that. And I was like, storage, I mean, this is cool. You do a really good job selling your business and yourself and who you are as you do the meeting and throughout the meeting and, 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 and really endearing to become friends with people that are open to it. I mean, you got 130 couples on this meeting. God, I mean, so how many, a lot to keep you know, up you with. can't have 130 best friends or, you know, what are future best friends, but, but you do a great job. And now we're on a planning committee for that you're leading for next summer. So we had a planning retreat with our, our wife and, and kids. We brought our kids, um, and, and you continue that. So, and and you do the same to the resort and and the people that you interact with there. I've I watched that firsthand. You don't just b- boss them around. You, you you're open. You're friends, and you say, "Hey, let's well, figure I, out how we can do this." But I think that applies to a lot of businesses. I'm sure you guys would be the same way in terms of you know from the time that you've got the the thought of of putting a project together for a particular couple or client or whoever it is developing that relationship through the planning process and, and the, the design process all the way through the, the construction process, working with your various vendors as well as keeping the clients happy. I mean, it's got to be the, the same thing for y'all. What do y'all find is, is some of your keys to success there? I'll tell you, we I came into a 50-year-old business, grew up working in it, uh, and then what really catapulted our business, Patrick came from Ferguson Enterprises, really was trained at Ferguson out of Clemson. Uh, was we really treated the vendors and the subcontractors yep. right. And, and in our business, the, the GC's the boss and pushes them around, and there's an adversarial relationship. Naturally, from my father, we approached it early on uh, during mine and my brother's tenure uh, generation, the third generation, to say, hey, let's take care of these people. So when people come shopping or people ask inside baseball, who's the best, who's the worst, who pays their bills, who are those people? And uh, path of least and, and it's worked really well. I, plus, I like to go to sleep at night, so I like to pay my bills and take care of people. I want people. I'm trying to build. We talk about. It, I'm trying to build the All Star team. I want to. I want to have. I want to have. I want to have the the best ally of armed forces when, when when it goes down that we can have. You know. Well, and I, you know, Trent and I have talked about this a little bit here recently, and so I've I've, I've already got an idea of what his thoughts are, but. I think the key there, as you just said, is, is surrounding yourself with the right people. And it sounds like your team's been growing rapidly, but but in a good position. And so I think that's something we hadn't talked about is certainly the leadership that I've got and that Trent's got in terms of, of managing their business. But also, you've got to surround yourself with the right people and, and then trust them to get the job done. So it sounds like you guys have some great people in place, too. Yeah, we, we if it's funny, we kind of joke around. We call it the 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 chug test you've heard me talk about from a book called blue fishing which is written by a guy named steve sims it's kind of in your industry uh Stuart. and it's basically like hey man if i would i would i come have a cold pop with you and if i don't want to have a cold pop we probably don't need to be surrounded with us i mean i know that's a ter- terrible way to look at it but it's an easy thing to remember he's at uh, he's at we killed we took him down he no. can't he, no, no. he can't. I was, I was, but I, I think that that's a simplistic approach, but it's the right one. I mean, yeah. again, I think it comes comes back to relationships, and we've talked a lot about that on this call. But I, I again, I believe in that wholeheartedly, and 
and it's uh, it's how I founded my business and, and how I've grown to the point where I am, and it sounds like the same thing for the path you guys are on. So, yeah, well, I, I do believe that. Stuart, how can people look you up? Give yourself a shameless plug. Well, I appreciate that. My, my company is Pinnacle Meetings and Events, and we're in Houston, but we travel the world and, and do events all over. In fact, a lot of the Southern 7 members, we run events for them as well, their own companies. And so we've got events that we do both domestically and abroad for, for various members throughout the Southeast. So I just a couple of quick examples are we've got some events coming up for uh, some YPO members that are taking place in, in Savannah and in, in Miami and the Dominican Republic, in uh, Aruba, in Mexico. So we, we travel all over, and our clients, it's funny, I'm based in Houston, but very few of my clients are based in Houston. Because so many of our events are held internationally, my clients are spread throughout the U.S., and so we, we travel quite a bit and, and, and meet with them in their place of business and, and maintain our operations here in Houston. So uh, I appreciate the plug, but, yeah, we, we, uh, we travel internationally and domestically, and Pinnacle Meetings and Events is the best way to find us on the Internet. I hear you. Well, Stuart, it's been fun. Godspeed to you, your family, your business. I look forward to uh, visiting Houston in about a month. Sounds great, guys. Thank you all so much for the time. Y'all have a great day. All right, buddy. Take care. Stuart Autry. Welcome back to At Home with the Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm a Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. We are your hosts. Coming through with the right hook on the intro. That's it. I waited till the fourth segment to come over the top. Yeah. <laughs> I How was I, it? I thought I felt a little butterfly fly by my face. So what'd you think about my boy Stuart Autry? Man, cool story there, huh? He sounds more like a Carolina boy than a Houston Texan. I mean, I don't know. With Texas and Carolina, we kind of have a similar twang. I don't know, man. I hate the Wolf Pack. Can't stand them. Who do we hate? And Clemson. NC no. State. <laughs> man, did I tell you that we brought Scarlett to NC State-Clemson game and she cheered for NC State? Did I tell you that? No, because she wants to that. be a veterinarian, and she's like, "Well, they've got a veterinarian program at NC State. I'm a cheer for them." And I'm like, "Is Trent would say about to get cold slap?" Man, she 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 changing hands on yeah, you. Yeah, she did it. It was in secret. She know your dad's a big Tar Heel. What's that? Yeah, I don't. Grandpa. Yeah. What's she call him? G G Poppy. Mac. 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 He's the Mac Daddy. Mac. That was what my grandfather. Did he, will he make you jump, jump? Mac Daddy. That was an old crisscross song. Say, <laughs> Mac Daddy, make you jump, jump. I don't think. I don't think so. Our grandpa, uh, Tom, and Tom's Gina's husband. He's Poppy. Oh, I like that. That's and good. And then we got Grandpa. Yeah. And my dad was Pops. All the, everybody back in the day called him Papa Ron. Yeah, I remember that. So. Uh, I got him a license plate tag said Papa Ron, the most unvain guy ever. <laughs> He's like, I don't really want to put that on my truck. <laughs> like, you're doing it. <laughs> so uh, That was back when you had the Build R license plate. I build, did have Build that. AR. Yeah. And when I when I first interviewed Andrew Roby, I think, I was like, hey, man, you, you do. It's like, your license plate misspelled. I, I wasn't that smart. Build lowercase a, a capital R. R. And then you were like, look at it again. I was like, I, yeah. yeah. yeah my, uh, my, you're not hired. I mean, uh, you're fired. Or whatever. Th- thanks, for, thanks for having breakfast with me. I'll, I'll see you guys around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. I that, that was cool. Yeah, I did have that. I don't know what happened over the time, but I don't really care anymore. 
my stuff like that. Not that I cared that much then. I think it was a birthday gift from somebody, and Dad's was a Father's Day gift from the kids, me and Travis. So, well, let's, t- let's talk about the cornhole. Yeah, bit, and we Trent. got so from this Sunday is two weeks, November the fifth, and everybody knows ten weeks leading up. At last segment, we dedicated to make a wish. Uh, to pitching for wishes, and you tell a wish story. Yeah, man, and we look. You still got. You can still register to play. There's a week left to register to play, so you can get on seventy bucks, seventy dollars, seventy dollars. So if you have two people, that's only thirty five dollars a person. You pay it to make a wish. Yeah, and you get a a tax thing. Well, we can't do this without our sponsors. You know that BWF Platinum Sponsors, Dry Pro Foundation, Home Technology Solutions, United Healthcare, all Platinum Sponsors. Then we have fifteen year sponsors of a Queen City. Harky, Tile, and Stone in Ferguson. Boom. Got it. And the official radio partner is... WBT. WBT. Talk Radio. Talk Radio. 1110 AM. 99.3 FM. Let's go. Y'all want to hire me? <laughs> they said no. Been working um, on this job for about eight years. They ain't working. Yeah. They just say, all right, see y'all next week. Get out of here. Um, so we have Louisa this this uh, week. Trent, twenty one year old Louisa has always dreamed of being an author, being creative, and bringing her characters to life has been one of the things that gets her through her very difficult treatments for cystic fibrosis. When thinking about her wish, Louisa originally thought that she might want to take a trip somewhere, but then the pandemic hit. During this time, she felt that this was the perfect time to begin writing her first novel. Once her pen hit the paper, there was no stopping her, and before she knew it, she had completed completely finished. The completion of her novel sparked an idea about what she could do for her wish since travel was halted. She wished to have Make-A-Wish publish her first novel. Working with local editors and publishing companies, she and Make-A-Wish worked together to get her first novel, Artifacts of Fae, published. The final touches to this incredible wish was an official book signing where her friends, family, and the community celebrated her amazing accomplishments. About 150 people attended her book signing at Barnes & Noble, and so many others have purchased her book on Amazon and, and the Barnes & Noble. Wow. That's crazy. Accomplished. Way to go, Louisa. Louisa. I need to go check it out and get it for the kids. You do. We do. What's the name of the book, Patrick? It is Artifacts of F-A-E. I believe that's Faye. Artifacts of Faye. I want to see this. Man, we got books. I think my house is like a library. I mean, I know my brain's like a library, guys. Ooh. Uh, Reagan does this program. Dolly Reagan loves Dolly Parton, and my kid daughters obviously love her. I think she's a good role model. But she does this thing. She'll send you a, if you sign up for this book program, she'll send you a free book a month if you're a kid. Really? Any kid, free book. It's her char- one of her charities. Dolly Parton does this. So we got all these books coming in the mail. Got the Dewey Decimal System over there. At the it's Hayes pretty good. House. No, they just everywhere. Just, I'll tell you, man. My that kids read. It's good. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Rowan had to do a project where she made a belt. Uh, where well, hold on. Where she had to make something that represented her family, and then she had to have pieces of it that were, represented each person in her family. She, she, so Reagan helped her think of this. She made a tool belt. How creative. Pretty and good. I think this is harder on kids that have five, four siblings and parents than somebody's a single child. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say, dog? I'm just kidding. I would agree I'm with that saying, statement. I would 100% you agree gotta, with that the statement. The project's a lot bigger. It's like yeah. sevenfold exactly. or sixfold. Exactly. Scarlet gets away so, with three. Uh, yeah, Scarlet's got it made. God. <laughs> don't, don't tell her that. She'd love to just toss into the mix over there. That's good. Yeah. She can come over and... I mean, we can we can adopt her. Squeeze her in. Everybody tries to give us dogs. You see, 
Well, we do call her Scar Dog sometimes, so that oh, might work wow. out. That might work out. Man, that's good. Well, what a wonderful wish yeah. story. Go buy the book, Agreed. Louisa. Uh, Artifacts, Artifacts of, of Faye, F-A-E. Yep. Uh, it's at Barnes & Noble. You probably find it online. Amazon, too. Yep. Amazon. And uh, get ready for the cornhole tournament. The deal is Pitching for Wishes. It's the 14th annual, Saturday, November the 5th. You just come hang out and buy a hot dog, hamburger. Give Sir And have Pura a cup a of coffee or a beer. Yeah. Do whatever. Give Sir Pur a high five and let your kids jump in the bouncy house or something. But thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed Stuart Autry and his and his insight on entrepreneurism. And go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Please have a wonderful day. Smile at others. Thank you for listening.